Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normie Avasca Scales, at your disposal. Crises, Navigating Our Existing State of Affairs, Healing Crises, Reinventing the Wheel, A Continent Ablaze, Stock Plummeting to Unprecedented Depths, Panic, Plagues, Paranoia, Hijacking, Incarcerating, Paralyzing Rational Thought Processes, Evoking Manic Binge Expenditures, frivolous fare of the abruptly logically impaired masses, societal implosion, crowd swell, stampede, overrun merchants, distant and, and in fair proximity until well-lubricated machines, turnkey operations swiftly sl- slacken to screeching halts, spurring academia to temporarily fold, barricading thresholds, comprised of primary, secondary, and tertiary institutions, and domiciles laden, stirring, bustling with pupils, merely a solitary week prior. Budgets suddenly become frail, provisions rapidly dissipate, and uncertainty prevails, accompanying co-creating this foreign pandemic excluding the sparse yet fortunate minority, maximizing father time to undergo the quest, rather, the unconventionally bloody hunt comprised of formulating innovative endeavors, holistic practices, and home-oriented education poised to annihilate the encroaching recession, hovering, haunting, threatening insult, yet defeated, slaughtered, maimed by injury, spawned by its own debilitating hand. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to open with literally an an original poem that I literally scratched out within the past hour that I wanted to share with you all. It is copywritten, however, ladies and gentlemen, just wanted to get that in edgewise. As the world silently unravels by virtue of infernos ablaze in Australia, a spiraling health pandemic inducing quarantines, global secure-in-place mandates, a plunging stock market, and deteriorating financial economy, cessation of brick-and-mortar education, epic unemployment, skyrocketing, displacements, panic shopping, diminishing of, of in-store goods, diminishing of health, judgment, and thinking impairments. We've been in, inadvertently bestowed disposable time, in lieu of these things. I can't help but to reflect upon recent years in which I personally vocalized that virtual working and home loaning 
home, home learning, pardon me, would become the new mainstream. So just to take a step back, years ago, I predicted that these mediums, the virtual working and home learning platforms, would become the new norm. So like the fictitious character Sniff and Scurry, for those of you all who've read the best-selling novel, Who Moved My Cheese, I effortlessly detected a forthcoming shift, and this was in 2015, and elected to transition to a remote career endeavor, followed by the decision to homeschool. Contrary to most, and, and religiously incorporating the 23rd and 91st Psalms, ladies and gentlemen, yes, my son and I, we pray these day and night, prayed them for years. So by infusing that into our daily regimen alongside these aforementioned decisions, I opted to proactively act in efforts of keeping ahead in this ever-changing society versus waiting for the pandemonium to unfurl. And I do mean pandemonium is in our midst as we, as we speak. Needless to say, I took a leap of faith as opposed to waiting for the excrement to hit the fan, per se. But unbeknownst to me, I hadn't anticipated that my prediction to, to my prediction would manifest in the guise of a perilous worldwide health affliction. Hindsight itself has been most illuminating. However, given the clarity that's been yielded for me, again personally, for the course of events spurring my son's homeschool, my, uh, my, his homeschool career, my virtual career, alongside ritualized holistic health practices. Hence, making the decision to, again, change my career path, my son's academic platform, and then implementing daily essential oil and probiotic, prebiotic, prebiotic daily practices, dietary practices, in excess of a year and a half now, uh, these things served as precursors, <laughs> which is which is interesting, for weathering our now catastrophic state of affairs, ladies and gentlemen. Nevertheless, I'm extracting my blessings and the God-bestowed silver lining of the scenario. Moreover, rather than submerge in the waters of infectious paranoia and irrational thinking, my son and I, we are maximizing this disposable and overdue time that we have at our disposal. So, as an aside, please don't misconstrue my stance. By no means am I stifling the severity of the magnifying coronavirus, nor am I downplaying the casualties or lives stolen by this very illness. Absolutely not. Instead, I'm endorsing a plea and a message of hope to any and all receptive to it. This is the opportune time. I do stress the opportune time to heighten innovativeness, to brainstorm new remote tele telecommuting, however, however you want to word it, whatever choice words you deem fit. Remote, virtual, telecommuting, educational and career undertakings. To optimize one's health via healthier dietary choices, to rest, engage in physical and mental exercise, immerse oneself in reading literature of substance to aggressively seek online and telephonic resolve? Yes. Resolutions, my dear listeners. Resolu resolutions in a myriad of regards, a plethora of regards, and above all, 
investing quality time with loved ones. What better time to do this than now? Now is the time. The game is, has changed and is ever-changing at this juncture. So to state that the world is evolving literally and swiftly from moment, from moment to moment, it's a profound understatement. Although uncertainty has reared its abominable head, optimism is still paramount. So let's not snooze, snooze behind the wheel, my dear listeners, but undergo our relative overhauls. Grant yourselves permission to reevaluate your value systems and, quote-unquote, move with your respective cheese. A shift is unfolding by default, and our entire infrastructure is changing virtually overnight, second to second, millisecond to millisecond, moment to moment, and rightfully so. So please embrace calm yet conscious modes of operation, voids of distraction, that is, ladies and gentlemen, Unimpeded focus amid this time is critical. It is utmost essential. Everyone's sober minds are needed to think clearly, rationally, and navigate the turbulence which is in our midst. None of us are immune to it, ladies and gentlemen. What's taking place knows no name. It does not discriminate. So use this time, maximize this time, to the best of your ability. Make it work for you. So everyone's sober minds are needed to, again, to think clearly, rationally, and navigate the turbulence, again, which is in our midst, and restore the much-needed balance in your respective domains. So reinvent the wheel, reorganize, restructure, recalibrate, remain steadfast, and that and those of significance should, to, should, be, should be paramount to you and embrace this overdue sabbatical that we all have, again, the sabbatical from the chronic daily grind. So please keep hope atop your priority ladders, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trusting with every fiber of my being that better times are ahead. So do not go gently unto this good night. Those are the words of Dylan Thomas, as most of you may well know. As an aside, I'd actually like to I'd like to actually share. Um, this is just another dose of positivity. This is supposed to be your heaping dose of optimism. This is why we're online right now. This is why we're going live, you know, over the over the airwaves to induce, evoke, inspire hope, which is needed yesteryear. So here's something I stumbled upon. This is a pretty concise read. Um, it's titled, How to Stay Positive and Productive. Goodness, couldn't have found a better choice word, but productive in turbulent times. And this is actually from Robin Sharma. So he notes, he says, I wanted to send you this message. These are, these are his words. As you and your loved ones are in my thoughts and prayers during this difficult time on our little planet, while it's wise to take the coronavirus and economic chaos seriously, may I also suggest that this 
will all pass sooner or later. So in my sincere devotion to be of service to you, your team, and your family, I've wrapped up my Instagram lives to offer real-time leadership and personal mastery insights amid the volatility part of me. So he also offers some tactical suggestions to protect ourselves and those closest to us through this, the waters of uncertainty, as I note them. So number one, he implores us all to remember the big picture. This will all finish and good times will eventually return. We'll all bask in the sunshine yet again. And this is not just cliche. Do what you need to do to ride the storm out safely, yet keep connected to the light of the stars above. Even the darkest night offers you luminous beauty from the heavens to appreciate and honor. Number two, he notes that heroes are made in hard times. I couldn't have stated better myself. Anyone can show leadership, mastery, and positivity while all's going well. So now, and we do emphasize now, precisely now, is when you get to show the world who you truly are and the values that you ably represent. Leverage the mess to grow in focus, creativity, bravery, and humanity. Those are his words. And basically, I've already alluded to these. Number three, optimize your morning routine, your morning regimens. What's helping me, and again, I'm quoting him, what's helping me most right now is, is quote-unquote, daily dawn rituals. So running on a treadmill before the sun rises, hydrating, very commonsensical, and supplementing, meditating, reading, journaling, and praying during his victory hour between 5 and 6 a.m., he says this is fireproofing his focus and battleproofing his performance as he writes his new book amid this period of extreme global turbulence. We've already noted that. The book is part memoir, part handbook for, per- per- for personal heroism, in addition to spiritual manifesto to make our world better for everybody who may be seeking it. Please do the remainder of your life Due to the part of me, due to, due to the remainder of your life, a gigantic favor, and dial in your morning routine to world class now. It just might save your life. Number four, deliver even more magic. This is not hocus pocus, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, people are are are, are functioning out of fear. The crowd is scared. Your business peers are pulling back. Everyone's panicking. So now is a superb time to create even more value for your customers and to be of acute use to even more people. So work on your professional knowledge and career skills even more. Listen to audiobooks, podcasts, and coaching resources to help you catapult ahead of your previous leadership self. The marketplace demands and will reward your mastery as never before, and you'll be an absolute standout, which is what he wishes for us all. He notes to fortify your best health, another common sense measure. So rest is even more important now to guard one's immunity, prebiotics, probiotics, other healthy practices, etc., 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 yada, yada, yada. So rest is not a luxury, it's a necessity, according to the author. He recommends that you upgrade your morning ex- exercise commitment, get some sunshine for vitamin D, 
explore the potential value of fasting and autophagy, and enjoy forest bathing and meditate daily. Number six, he says, he says he runs his TBTF concept. Okay, so his highest level clients in Icon X, as well as those he's mentoring online in his online program, the Circle of Legends, they're telling him that his advice to install their, and this is the acronym TBTF, which is an acronym for Tight Bubbles of Total Focus. So they read the news selectively. They avoided toxic people and insulate their positive focus to allow them to thrive professionally and personally as the world is literally imploding. It's falling apart. But again, it's not an excuse to lose hope. And so I wanted to encourage everyone to run this method also. And these are his words. He says to do whatever it takes to find time to create, stay productive, and remain inspired right now. And find your personal sanctuary so you can get work done. Number seven, he says, deepen daily gratitude. Again, something that my son Maximo and I practice, we've been implementing it, practicing it for years, is opening and closing our days and bedtimes in gratitude and infusing those two scriptures, the 23rd and the 91st Psalm. Trust and believe. It, it has. It has facilitated so very very much for us. We were able to navigate some of the most tumultuous challenges, albeit the one we're we're navigating at at, at hand. So what he means is to carve out some time to appreciate, again, all of the good, to count your blessings in your life as you've never done before. Gratitude is the antidote to fear. And concentrating on the small graces and precious aspects of your life will keep you happy. This will keep you sunny side up in a jovial disposition that keeps you confident and healthy during this time of unease, of uncertainty, of unrest in so many regards, political unrest. Deflect the noise, as as you've heard me speak of in previous episodes, in the very beginning of this very platform. Stay strong, lead well, keep your head up and heart open, and remember to be kind. We're all in this together. And he says that he's totally here for us. And these are the words of Robin. You have heard me allude to uh, not going softly in this good night. And I couldn't conclude the episode without reading, sharing this very poem, written, scripted by Dylan Thomas himself. Did not go gentle into that good night. Again, by Dylan Thomas. Did not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at the close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. The wise men at their end know dark is right because their words at fork no lightning. They do not, they do not go gentle into that good night. Good men, the last wave by, crying how bright their frail deeds might have danced in a green bay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late, they grieved it on its way. Do not go gentle into that good night. 
brave men near death who see with blinding sight, blind eyes, could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And you, and you, my father, there on the sad height, curse, bless me now with your fierce tears, I pray. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. So here is my my dose of advice. This is my unsolicited advice, as always, for those of you all who may be listening. I hope that you've carved out something of substance, something of value, you know, from these words, from this poetry, from this classic poem, for, for my recently scripted and, again, copywritten poem. Please take away, you know, exact, eat the fish, extract the bones, ladies and gentlemen. But please, please, cease operating out of fear. But by all means, utilize the time to your advantage. It's yours. I'd like to applaud my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, at this juncture for all of your unwavering support amid the years. And I'd like to applaud all of you magnifying, blossoming, budding listeners, supporting this very platform, this radio broadcast, this episode, all of the episodes amid the years. By all means, we humbly implore your, your continued listenership as this, plat- this platform and this radio movement does rest upon your very broad shoulders. So, until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez-Scales, signing off.